You're listening to The Real Health Podcast by Ebony May. I would say that something that I've learned is that you just really can't compare your chapter to someone else's because everyone's on their own journey. When you really know who you are and you're really confident in yourself, that also makes a difference. Always, I am your host, Ebony May, and welcome back to The Real Health Podcast. Today, I have an awesome interview for you guys with Ella Victoria, YouTuber, creator, presenter, and podcast host from Sydney. In this interview, Ella talks about Seeking Inspiration, the Inspired Mind podcast, her top three mindset tips, self-development, comparison, and the importance of routine. I absolutely loved chatting with Ella, and I know you guys are going to absolutely adore the episode. Without further ado, here is Ella Victoria. Ella, welcome to the Real Health Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat. Me too. I feel like, well, we've talked a lot already before the, we started rolling, so we've got a lot yeah. in common and I'm excited to talk about it. <laughs> I know, me too. I've started listening to your podcast and I love listening to all of your interviews, so I'm excited for you to ask me questions now. Amazing. Okay, so if you've listened, you'll know that the first question I ask every guest is, what does real health mean to you? So real health means to me more than just physical health. I'd say it's mental and physical, so it's a good balance. And I'd say that it's just feeling happy, balanced and energized. And yeah, when you're really balanced, then I feel like you feel really amazing. And I also just think real health is a lifestyle choice. And when you make that choice, you're able to live your life to the full potential. Mm. How do you sort of maintain balance within your life? Um, I would say just by scheduling. Honestly, like the night before, I'll plan out my whole day and just make sure I have time for everything because I know it can be really hard, especially when you work for yourself to make sure you have time for all of those things. So I think it's really good just to plan out what you're doing and just make sure you're prioritizing the things that you want to prioritize. Mm. Okay. So the first segment we have is the real recap. So how has your last seven days been? My last seven days have been pretty good. Um, I feel like at the moment I'm in a really good balance with like my work life and personal life. And I've just been really prioritizing balance, like I was saying before, and trying to treat my job like a normal nine to five. So I've been taking my weekends off, which has been really nice and just been spending time with my boyfriend and friends. And I don't know why it's taken me so long to do this because I mean, it makes sense, right? Just to work during the week and then take your weekends off. But for some reason, I've really struggled with that. So I feel like, yeah, I'm feeling really balanced at the moment. And as for like my working week, I've just been working on my YouTube videos, my podcast, doing lots of planning for things that I've got happening in the future. Um, I'm really wanting to plan some trips away because hopefully hopefully we'll be able to do that. Um, and yeah, just planning some exciting things for my business as well. So like my social media business. Amazing. We'll dive into all of that a bit later because I definitely have a lot of questions about that. But this next question I love to ask because it really highlights the fact that all of us are so different and on different paths within our lives. So what would you say the stage of life you're in right now is? It could be hustle, flow, preparation. I feel like this question came really easily to me because I've been thinking about this lately and I feel like I'm in a really good flow at the moment. 
Um, And I wasn't feeling like this for a really long time. For a while, I was feeling really quite scattered and all over the place. But recently, I just feel like I've managed to balance myself out again, like I was saying before. And when I'm in flow, I just find that video ideas come really easily to me and I'm just really content with where I'm at. So it's when I know that I have like a direction and I know where I'm going, but then I'm not like stressing about how I'm going to get there. So yeah, I'd say I'm in flow at the moment. Mm, I love that. So for those listeners who don't know who you are, could you just give a little brief introduction about yourself? Yeah. So I'm Ella, also known as Ella Victoria, um, and I've been doing social media for six years. So I've got a YouTube channel, podcast, and I'm 22 years old and I'm from Sydney and I create lifestyle content. So anything to do with self-development, spirituality. I also do a bit of beauty and fashion. And yeah, like I said, I've been doing it for six years. So that's kind of my main thing. I feel like social media kind of is my whole life. It's my job. It's my hobby. It's what I love doing. But a little background on me, I was actually born in England. So if I have a little bit of an accent, which I probably don't, but sometimes it does come through, that would be (laughs) why. But yeah, I moved to Australia when I was nine and now I live with my family. I'm one of four kids and so there's six people in the house and two dogs. So it's a crazy, crazy place to live. As a content creator of various platforms and host of the Inspired Mind podcast, I'd love to know how and where do you seek inspiration? I mean, I would say that I seek inspiration from a bunch of different places, but honestly, I kind of seek inspiration from myself mostly just because I think it's great to see what other people are doing, but at the end of the day, you've just got to look at your life and see what's going on with you and then find inspiration in that. So when I'm trying to get inspiration for video ideas and content ideas, I'll honestly just look at my life and look look at what I'm going through and be like, I'm really into decluttering at the moment. Maybe I should do a video on that. Or I'm really into minimalism. Maybe I should do a video on that. And I kind of just look at my own life and analyze it. And that's how I find inspiration. But I do also like consume a lot of content that inspires me. So I'll listen to podcasts, audiobooks, YouTube videos and things like that. And obviously the people who you surround yourself with also inspire you. So I'd say, yeah, they're the main things. Do you find that sometimes you need to stop consuming content to be able to continue to create content? Yeah. Actually, that is so true. I feel like rest is really, really important for inspiration. I think that sometimes... you just feel like you need to keep going and keep pushing and do more and more. But I honestly think sometimes the best ideas come to you when you actually do stop. So I think rest and just enjoying the moment is just so important for getting inspiration. Because mm. I, I was planning a podcast and I was out on a walk and I was listening to another podcast and it was sort of, it wasn't really even in the same vein, but I was in consumption mode instead of creativity mode. So I then turned it off and was just listening to music and then was on my walk. And it sort of helped me so much with the inspiration for my own podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, I think, I just think there's so much value in just switching off and not putting pressure on yourself and just like live your life, you know, and then inspiration does just come to you. And I think it's also just being really mindful with what you're consuming because, you know, there's so much inspiration out there, but I think sometimes it can slip us by. So we have to actually be aware of what we're consuming and just think about it. Mm, Yes, so true. I'm really passionate about mindfulness and all that kind of thing. So that's something that I try and like practice in my everyday life. So I'll just, you know, go about my day and just think about things. And I think being mindful just 
helps me get inspired. Mm. Oh yeah, I completely agree. So I'd love to dive into your podcast a little bit more. I think it's really unique, like a really unique show and and the concept as well. I really, really like it. When did you decide to start the podcast? So I've wanted to start the podcast for a while now. I think it was after I was interviewed on my friend Sophie's podcast back in March or something. I realized that I really, really did enjoy it. And it's always been something that I've thought about, but I've been like, oh no, I don't think I can do it. And I've thought of so many different ideas. I actually really wanted to do one with my sister originally, but my sister is six years younger than me and she's still at school. So it would be really hard to tee up a podcast together. So I thought, you know what, the only way that I'm going to be able to do this is if I do it on my own and I'm the only person that I need to rely on. So I started it, I think it was like 10 weeks ago or something now, because I've been consistent and I've got 10 episodes up. So yeah, 10 weeks ago. And how I came up with the idea was just because I was thinking about what I want my podcast to be and what I want it to provide. And I was thinking that I really want it to provide inspiration for people because that's what I get out of listening to other people's podcasts. So that's my whole why with it. And yeah, I guess that's the main thing. A big part of your podcast, as you said, is mindset and mindfulness. What are your top three mindset tips? Oh, this is a good question. I would say that My number one tip that I've been practicing at the moment is gratitude. So every single day and every single morning and sometimes in the evening as well, I'll write down a gratitude list. And I feel like there's a big difference between just writing down what you're grateful for and actually feeling it. So I'll make sure that when I'm writing down those things that I'm truly feeling it. And that really helps with like manifestation and things like that. But it also just really helps with my mind and it lifts my spirits and makes me feel really happy for what I've got. Um, So that's the main thing. I would also say journaling that kind of goes underneath that first tip. Just journaling is great for your mind. If you guys have never done journaling, I really do recommend it. It's something that I'm so passionate about and I've only really got into it this year, but it's completely changed my mindset and I've really managed to unravel a lot of things about myself through that process. So I would say that that's the first thing. And then my second mindset tip would be to surround yourself with people who uplift you and just also consume content that uplifts you because it's so easy to consume content really mindlessly and not realize what repercussions they're having. So that's something that I've really prioritized in 2020. So I always think about what I'm consuming and who I'm surrounding myself with because it really does rub off on you. And they say that you're the subject of, I think, the top five people you surround yourself with. So I think Mm. if you surround yourself with people who uplift you and want the best for you, that really helps because, you know, there are so many people out there who are amazing and, you know, you have friends for different reasons, but I think it's really great to hold your close friends who lift you up really close. And then my final mindset tip is just to create a routine. I'm really, really big on routines and living an intentional life. I think when you don't have routines set in place, it can be really hard to live intentionally. So I really love it for that. And I just think they also stop us from overthinking and it helps us take action as well. I think action is so important. It's so easy just to think about what we need to do, but when we actually have a routine and habits set in place, it makes it so much easier to do those things. So I think that 
practicing gratitude, surrounding yourself with people who uplift you and creating a a routine for yourself are my top three mindset tips. Mm, They are such good tips, especially routine. Oh, thank you. I think that since I've been out of routine, because obviously gyms aren't open still in Victoria, which is my work. So I've been out of routine and I can notice how much that affects every other area of my life. So I think that's so important. Have you made a routine at home? like with everything going on, like a new one? Yeah, so and I guess because a lot of the work I've been doing is for the podcast and some online um, training and stuff like that. So I kind of took what I did have and I'm similar to you, like I sort of implemented it. So I have a lunch break and I do this and that and like go for a walk in the morning. Mm-hmm. So definitely have created a routine within this, but I'm so excited for things to go back to normal so I can have a routine that's, I guess, a lot more free. <laughs> it makes such a difference because I definitely didn't have a routine for a really long time and it's only been within like the last year that I've really said it and it's made such a difference because it just means that I know what I'm doing and it's really great especially when you work for yourself to have a plan and a structure otherwise I feel like you can just go about your day really mindlessly and just not get things done oh exactly and you get distracted I think that even even knowing how much time you want to spend on certain things when things don't have an end time like things that like for example even tinkering on your website Mm -hmm. or something like that you could do that forever so I think the ability to have hindsight and look back and say okay I need to stop doing this then I need to start doing that then it just makes sure that you're not procrastinating all day long yeah I think just living with intention that's like the main thing and when you have a routine it helps you create an intention and that just makes everything so much easier and you don't have to think too much about what you're doing next and yeah, I highly recommend them. And I think routines are important to change up as well. Like you don't have to always be doing the same thing, but I think it is good to have something set there for you to fall back on. Mm, exactly. I think that my routines change with the seasons being that, yeah, even how the light can sometimes, like in Victoria, we have daylight savings. So it'll get lighter later when it's when it's in summer. So then I can have more clients in the nighttime. So I think even using the seasons to help change up your routine could be helpful. Definitely. I know like mine changes all the time. Like I was going to this thing called 5.30 Club, which is where a bunch of people go to a cafe in Cronulla at 5.30 a.m. And we just have our power hour get a bunch of work done you could do whatever you want you can read and I was doing that for a really long time and I loved it but then I started to burn out a little bit and I was like I need to change it up so I adapted a new routine and that completely re-energized me and then now I've actually started going back to 530 club every now and then and it just makes it so much more special but I think just identifying that I needed to change it up really helped and then I didn't just change it up and then just let my routine go all together I just created a new one Mm, yeah, completely. Okay, so I want to shift gears a little bit. Another element of your content is self-development. How do you personally prioritize self-development and what does that concept mean to you? I mean, I would say that I just integrate it into my routine. I think that's the main thing. So like I said before, I have a morning routine and that whole morning routine is based around self-development. So I've been doing this thing at the moment called the Miracle Morning and it's inspired by a book called The Miracle Morning. And basically I'll get up and do a bunch of self-development tasks. So I'll do my journaling, I'll do some breath work and I'll exercise. And there's a bunch of different things that you can do. I probably don't do it exactly how you're meant to do it, but I basically just allow myself an hour to do all of those really mindful tasks. So I think it's really good just to set time for yourself to do that. But at the same time, I do implement it into my routine. So yeah, for example, I also consume a lot of self-development content. So 
when I'm driving, I'll put a podcast on. So it's really easy to consume self-development content while I'm out and I don't have to sit down and be like, okay, now I'm going to listen to a self-development podcast. So I find that's a really good way to do it. Like I'm constantly just consuming self-development things without having to sit down and be like, I'm doing this. Do you know what I mean? Like just listening to podcasts in the car really helps. And also listening to self-help audio books is another thing that I really do. So yeah, that's something that I really enjoy doing. I like implementing it into my routine. And yeah, I think just the things that you consume really, really help you with self-development. So there's some things that I do to prioritize self-development. And as for what the concept means for me, I would say that it just means to be constantly progressing. I think it's so important to be constantly moving forward with your life and learning new things. And I think the more things you learn, the more things you uncover about yourself. And then the more you know about yourself, the more confident you'll be. And yeah, the better better you'll understand yourself and you'll know how you'll react in certain situations. And I just think, yeah, self-development's amazing because you learn so much about yourself. And I think it's just the best to be constantly progressing. I think so as well. What tips do you have for those wanting to begin their self-development journey? Um, I would probably say start off with journaling. I think journaling is just something that everyone should do. And there's a number of ways you can do this. For me, I like to keep it quite basic. So I'll start off by writing my gratitude list and then I'll write some affirmations. So I'll make sure to write these in the present tense like they have already happened, even if they haven't. So I'll write, I am living in a beautiful house by the beach or something, for example, even though I'm not. And I'll write down a bunch of things and and things that are true and um, I do have in my life. And I find this is a really good way of kind of rewiring your brain. So I like to do that. And then I'll also write like my to-do list for the day and I'll journal and write down how I'm feeling. So I'll just write down whatever's on my mind really. And if it's something negative and I'm feeling like sad or something, I'll just keep asking myself why and try and uncover why I'm feeling that certain way. So I would say that doing journaling is a really good way to start your self-development journey just because it makes you so much more self-assured and you understand yourself a lot better. But also just consuming self-development content is really the best way to learn. I think, you know, you can go out there and do courses on different elements of self-development, but there's so much free content out there where you can learn so much. So I would recommend starting with that. Mm, Completely. I think there is so much content out there that you're exactly right. And I think courses are amazing, but even just to dip your toe in, whether it is a podcast here or a YouTube video there, or a TED talk here, it's so accessible. Mm-hmm, I think so. And I think you've got to find people that you resonate with as well. Like there's so many people out there who create self-development content, but you might not vibe with them. So just try and find people that you like and you like listening to, and then you'll just want to listen to them and keep up with their life. And inevitably you'll just be learning. Oh, exactly. I think it's so important to not be turned off by self-development. Perhaps if you if you relate more to the feminine, then I wouldn't say someone like Gary Vee, for example. So finding the person who works for you. Definitely. So recently you've spoken about comparison and I'm curious to learn more about your relationship with comparison, both with self-comparison and having people compare you and your work to others. Honestly, this is something that I've struggled with for quite some time and I have like really overcome it now, but I wouldn't say I'm perfect. You know, I think everyone can sometimes struggle with self-comparison, but especially in my field of work, I feel like it is very prevalent because 
I'm constantly surrounded by people who are doing the same thing as me and our work involves followers and numbers and it's so easy to compare yourself to somebody else and think like, oh, I'm doing the exact same thing as them. How come I don't have this many followers? And I know that's a really bad way of thinking, but I'm just want to be honest and it is something that I have struggled with in the past and yeah it's something that I really have had to overcome and it's been really hard especially when other people have compared you to someone else and like placed you side by side with them and said like oh you're like this person but they have way more followers or oh you're copying their video ideas and it's just it's very annoying when you do get compared to people but I would say that something that I've learned is that you just really can't compare your chapter to someone else's because everyone's on their own journey. And I think when you really know who you are and you're really confident in yourself, that also makes a difference. And for me, like I feel like, especially this last year, I've learned so much about myself and who I am and what kind of content I want to create that I don't really compare myself as much these days anyway, because I know who I am and I I know I don't need to look at what other people are doing and think like, oh, they've done this. How come I can't do that? Because that might not be on my path, but it might be on theirs. So I think it's really important just to stay in your own lane and know yourself and set your own goals and not really look too much at what other people are doing. I think it's great to be happy for other people, but yeah, don't compare yourself and just know that, yeah, you have your own journey and your own path. So that's something that's really helped me. Mm, I love that so much. I think that we can get so distracted by looking in somebody else's lane or going into somebody else's lane. And we never ask ourselves if we actually want that thing that they have. So I think that's so important. Yeah, you see somebody else like progressing and doing something, you're like, oh, I really want to do that because that's like a big thing. But, you know, is that something that you really want to do? You know, you've got to like be true to yourself. So I've really learned that over this this last year. And I wouldn't say I ever copied anyone anyway. So that did bother me when I got comments like that because I feel like I have always been very true to myself. So yeah, those comments like can be quite frustrating, but you just got to know that, you know, people don't know what actually is going on and people like to make up assumptions. Mm, Exactly. So I am a sucker for a good morning and nighttime routine and I know it's something that you love as well. Why do you think it's so important to Mm -hmm. have a morning and nighttime routine and what changes do you notice in your day when you have set it up the right way? I think it's important just because it gives you purpose and it helps you simplify things. I just think I just love morning and nighttime routines, but I think humans are creatures of habits and then we thrive off of routines. So I think it's really important to set those routines for ourselves. And like I said before, I think it's also important to change them up because I think we can get very stuck in our ways sometimes, but I think it's great when you have like a set of habits and rituals that you know you can fall back on that keeps you on the right track, just enhances my day. And if I don't do those things, then it can really just change up my day. And I find that I get quite frustrated with myself because I'm like, oh, I didn't do those things. And then just my energy levels are down and yeah, my mindset isn't quite right. And I I just think it's so important just to stick to a routine. But at the same time, if you don't stick to it, don't beat yourself up. Just pick yourself up from where you left off and continue on the next day. Love that. Okay. I have our last segment now, which is real quick cues. So just rapid fire random questions. Oh, I didn't know we were doing this. Amazing. (laughs) Okay. So what is your favorite quote? Ooh, at the moment, I don't know if this is actually a quote, but I made it up myself, (laughs) but it's your future self will thank you. And 
yeah, I just really like that saying. And I've been telling myself that all the time lately with everything that I do, because sometimes it can be really hard to get motivation in your everyday life. But when I tell myself that my future self will thank me for doing things, it just really helps me. Mm, Yeah, I love that. Okay, number two, what is the last book you read? Oh, I haven't finished the recent books that I'm reading at the moment, but I did completely finish The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And I loved that book. It's a really good read and it's really easy to read. I'm not a huge book reader. I've only really gotten into it this year because I've started listening to audiobooks because I'm quite slow at reading. So I haven't got through too many books in the past. It's only been recently when I've gotten into reading, but The Miracle Morning has been a really good one. I might have to get that one. It sounds really good. Mm, I love it. I just feel like it reminds you of things that you need to do in your everyday just to help you be on the right path and manifest things. And it also just obviously talks about your morning routine, hence why it's called the Miracle Morning. Mm, I'm obsessed with morning routines, so I think I'll love it. (laughs) Yeah, you will. Okay, last one is what is the best piece of advice you have received? So this is some advice that my boyfriend recently gave me. And it was actually something that someone else said in a podcast that he listened to. And it was basically some advice that he gave me because I was struggling with like letting people walk all over me. And I'm quite an an innocent person. And when I'm upset with people, I don't always let it show. Like I often just hold back and, you know, don't say anything. And he said that there was this like podcast that he listened to. And the guy who was interviewed said that sometimes you have to growl before you bark and basically, you know, let people know that you're not happy with something before you all of a sudden snap. Because I feel like that's something that I used to do. Like I would be you know, bottling all these things up on the inside and be really upset about a certain situation. But I never really would let anyone know because I was like, oh, you know, don't make a big deal. Don't make a big deal. And then all of a sudden I'd snap because I'd be really upset. But I think it's important to growl before you bark. I hope that's good advice, but like it really resonated with me at the time. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. And I think that sometimes I I don't like yelling at all, but sometimes I will ignore the confrontation until it bubbles up. So I think that's such good advice. Same. And it's like not the best thing always because I'm like, you know, I don't want to upset anyone, so I'll keep to myself. But then when I do say something, it just seems out of the blue and people are shocked. And I'm like, oh, whoops, I probably should have said something a bit earlier. Exactly. I love that so much. Ella, thank you so much. I have so enjoyed chatting with you and I can't wait for this episode to go live. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. And that is a wrap on another Real Health Podcast interview. I really hope you enjoyed tuning in to this chat with Ella Victoria. If you'd like to hear or see more from me, the podcast Instagram is at Real Health Podcast and my business Instagram is at Ebony May Health. Until the next episode, I wish you happiness and real health.